closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. We are on the sidelines this week with somebody that me and Lindsay just adore and look up to so much. Emmy award-winning sports reporter, Betsy Ross. She's the president of Game Day Communications, a sports and entertainment communication firm based right here in Cincinnati. She is one of the first women to break into national sports news, recently working as an anchor at ESPN Sports Center, ESPN News, WLWT. She also covered the 96 Atlanta Olympic Games. Uh, she continues to be involved in sports broadcasting as a play-by-play anchor for women's college basketball for ESPN, Fox Sports, and other national and regional outlets. Uh, There's even more to add to that, but I'm going to toss it to you, Lindsay. Yeah, and we pretty much ask Betsy to come on once a year, so I'm really (laughs) grateful that she always answers, and there's plenty to talk about. What's funny is we get Betsy in here, and we always have plenty to talk about. Sometimes we forget to hit the record button because we're talking about all kinds of things. We're talking, oh yeah. Going on, and uh, we'll get to what's going on now. Betsy, what have you been up to? Oh, a little bit of everything. And don't just have me over once a year. You can have me over here much more. You know, we really can. Pre COVID, I was looking back, we had a ton of episodes with you. Mm -hmm. If anybody wants to go back, there was one that was Mm -hmm. called. depressing bangles or there was some really <laughs> funny how i'd have, have to yeah my, oh my how things have changed but uh uh social media oh yeah we've done a lot with you over yes. over yes. time so. so yes uh anytime not just once a year you can have me back whenever you'd like yes yeah. well, we well, love you, having you in you are one of the busiest ladies sports people communications game day communications in the city of cincinnati so i know you're staying busy and what's awesome is it feels like all the events are, are kind of back you see more of the in-person events going on over the summer and spring so so what do you guys have going on at a uh, game day oh it you're right events are back and people are just so happy to be able to get together see each other face to face you know because it's been a while and i think that uh molly knows that Last year, last July, we had our, really our first face-to-face event was the FCC3. And of course, it's coming up again uh, in June. Uh, But people were just so excited to be together and to see each other, you know, because runners have this pack and they have their friends and they love to do these events. And really the FCC3 last year, last July was the first time that so many of us had been together. And uh, just to see the joy on everybody's faces. And I'm sure that you all have seen that as well. You know, that we're getting back at the concerts and we're getting back into all these events and Taste of Cincinnati and Summer Fair and, you know, you name it, Cincinnati Music Festival will be coming up. There are so many things that make Cincinnati so special and we are just thrilled to be able to get back together and enjoy them together because it's really this communal experience that makes it so special. Yes, you can see a movie, and you can watch it at home, but it's different when you go see Top Gun Maverick and the theater with all your friends. And this, it's just this communal experience that I think we are just so grateful to be able to have once again. So, you know, events are back and we couldn't be more thrilled. 
you, you talk about the FCC three. Talk a little bit about that for people who may not be familiar with it. Well, uh, Molly was good enough to be our MC last yes. year, and she's going to be the MC again this year. Uh, FCC three, uh, we call it an FCC three friendly. Uh, to use a soccer term. Uh, It is uh, a cooperation between the Flying Pig Marathon and FC Cincinnati Foundation. They do have a foundation. They do such great work, uh, especially with youth football, F-U-T, Football. Football. (laughs) Yeah, soccer. Soccer. Um, And uh, so it's a fundraiser uh, for Flying Pig Charities and FCC foundation and you know it was it's just so much fun you do a three miler you can run you can walk you can take your time you can run for time you know we don't care but then afterwards is always a watch party because um fc cincinnati is always on the road of that particular night that we have the fcc3 so there'll be a watch party afterwards you get to finish at tql stadium you get to walk around the stadium if you haven't been mm-hmm. It's such an amazing place. Uh, and then, you know, there's a watch party. You get to stay and watch uh, the match. So uh, it's it's a great fundraiser for the FC Cincinnati Foundation because they do such good work there. They really do. Yeah. They do a lot of incredible work, which uh, I'm hosting the opening ceremonies, and then I'm hopping off my platform and running with everybody. So I signed up for it this year because <laughs> I, I'm like, I wanted it because last year it looked like so much fun, and I was like, shoot, I should have signed up. So uh, Natalie Anderson, who runs the foundation, mm-hmm. she uh, set me up and I got registered. So it'll I'm really be, looking forward to that. It'll be fun. It's June 18th. So, uh, you know, please join us. Paul McCartney's birthday, if anybody has that on oh. their calendar, you know. So. <laughs> I knew there was something going on that day. All kinds of things to celebrate <laughs> that day. I know. <laughs> I, I want to back it up just a little bit because we talk about busy schedules and there's a lot going on when you look at the sports world. The Cincinnati Bengals. How about that? What a season. If you were to recap that right now, I want to get into the Super Bowl in just a moment because you were a big part of that. But just Um, overall, what did you think about the season? I I mean, think about it. You talk about rewinding, getting that old podcast out. I know. know? I mean. I need to find it. uh, I mean, it was was depressing. I remember that, you know, I, I think I said. Yeah, they could be five and eleven, or they could be eleven and five, or whatever. Whatever the sixteen uh, game season would have been back then, uh, and I think they were closer to the former than the latter that particular okay. year. But. This episode was called "Bengals Therapy Session" with <laughs> Betsy Ross. <laughs> November of 2019. Uh, uh, that changed yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, what a difference a couple of years makes. And and it's so funny, actually, uh, we were talking the other day that who would have thunk that all of a sudden the Bengals franchise is the model franchise and look what they're doing and they're keeping their young players. And then now the Reds are like the, on the I other know. end of the spectrum. Yeah, You know, they got rid of everybody. I mean, who would have thought that that would have made that kind of a turnaround? Of course, winning cures all ills. And if the Reds catch fire sometime during this season, you know, we're going to forget a lot of what happened early. Uh, but it's just so amazing how... And, and you can say whatever, lightning in a bottle, you can say that everything fell the way it was supposed to. Um, the talent was there. There was some luck involved. But everything worked out the way the Bengals needed it to, to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, the two Kansas City games. Okay, goosebumps. Think uh, about I, oh, mean, yeah. I mean, the, that first Kansas City game, when they're on like the one-inch line, and they keep going for it and keep going for it. And I have an Apple Watch, and it has a heart monitor on it. <laughs> well, 
Was it like, and you know, all of a sudden my watch makes this like this funny noise I've never heard before. And I look at it and it says, your heart rate is unusually high and it doesn't seem as if that you're exercising. Is everything okay? And I'm like wow. screaming, no, it's not okay. No, it's not. It's fourth and one inch and we can't score. And our oh. quarterback just slipped off the field. No, it's not okay. Oh. No, it's not okay. Oh, memories. <laughs> Wait. Did you? Okay, so I was at that game, and and I was with my optimistic right, mom. We're talking about the one in Kansas City. I'm talking about no, the, one the, 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 oh, one the one here. Oh, the one here. The one here. The that one, one here. Okay. So they're down by 11 at halftime, and luckily Tyreek Hill lost the ball that was thrown to him right before mm-hmm. the half. That would have made things, you know, out of hand. And I remember thinking, this game's over. There's no way they're going to win it. But with six minutes to go, so much credit to Zach Taylor, because I wanted them to kick the field goal. Oh, everybody did. Oh, yeah. And they went I, for the yes. touchdown. Yeah, and they get, they had that, the was, field goal, that was oof, man, that was bizarre. Yeah, everybody did, and so I think that, you know, you can you can believe in whatever you want to, but it was kind of destined that everything fell into place that the Bengals made made it there. Uh, does that mean that it was a surprise? Maybe. Does it mean that they'll come back next year and do the same thing? It'll be harder because you can't sneak up on anybody, and they have the hardest schedule in the AFC this coming season because that's your reward for winning the division. For being good. Yeah. yeah. You, you win the division. You win the conference. Congratulations. You get the hardest schedule of anybody. Mm. So it's going to be a different schedule. It's going to be a harder schedule. You're not going to sneak up on anybody. But we know the talent is there. I think what made this year so special was that we thought this team could do it, mm-hmm. but maybe a couple of years down. 